0: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand.
1: Right now. Realizing I watched a lot of uh, television with the youngsters back in the day.
0: How about that?
1: I'll say it again. That cab driver in Bucerios, Mexico, when he said, Senor, you're Espanol, mucho bueno. Why is that? I said, uh, Dora the Explorer. That's right. learned so much Spanish. I got to brush up on my Spanish, though. <laughs> yes, you do. ¿Cómo estás? Un más. Por favor.
0: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Rod Peterson Show. It's uh, lovingly brought to you by Great Western Beer, specifically Original Sixteen as uh one more hour from south florida and then i get ready to come back to the great white north and join the moose darren dupont he is in the nhl's bermuda triangle as we rock and roll into hour two uh hey moose i just want to say that my cousin christine is watching in medicine and she says best sports show ever everybody Tell your friends about it. They were on Game Plus TV, available across all of Alberta on Telesoptic TV, NBC as well, MTS Cable. In Manitoba, Ontario, Kojigo Cable, Rogers Cable, same as uh, Quebec, as well as East Link, Videotron, and Through the Maritimes. And, you know, I got to say, I don't know if you are watching the end of Hour One where I said, remember why we started this show was to profile the athletes and the newsmakers in sports outside of their element. And I'll be thinking about that interview with Chris Cyborg for a very long time. I was a little, I got, I'm sweating again. I'm sweating.
2: And there was no reason to. She's a darling. Yeah, but that is how you know you're where you're supposed to be. Okay? Not because you walk around sweating, but it's like being a hockey player or an athlete. I remember playing hockey and my legs are shaking before every shift, right? You know, it's that adrenaline. (laughs) you know, the way you feel before you go public speaking. It's like, this is our arena. And that was a wonderful interview. And you should be excited. And You should feel like you won the day because uh, that was a great chat. She's a wonderful uh, ambassador for the sport. And I'm trying to figure out who's got a helicopter that can get me from Radville, Saskatchewan to Calgary on Saturday night so I can make it for the MMA event because it's so much, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be so absolutely
1: amazing Saturday night at Gray Eagle. And I would ask any of our viewers that are coming, come on up to our VIP table by the ring and say hi. But uh, you're throwing a lot of bouquets out about that interview with my role. But that was producer Clark, yourself, Kevin Maynard, our guy in Calgary, the Palace Athena people. And we'll be talking more about the fight card later on when Ryan Ballantyne joins us from the uh, Stampeders Four Horsemen uh, broadcast podcast, the the Horsemen podcast. Chief Punk really is what the best name is for Ryan Ballantyne, but he'll be part of the announcing crew for that on Saturday. But that's the thing. I get, when, you, when you get nervous, people should know this. This is me putting on my recovery coach hat. When you get nervous, it means you care. It's a good thing to be nervous. I, I, a bit of nervousness is a good thing. You, too much nervousness is not. But anyways, uh, it was a lot of fun. And now I'm just wondering... I'm just wondering where we go an hour or two. There are so many things. Darren in Salt Lake City says, Is it time to taco about the NFL playoffs? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, Taco, Taco, Tacona. Can we call him Taco (laughs) Pauli in Winnipeg? Taco Pauli, he's got a new name. Oh, my God. Tacona Pauli in Winnipeg says he's still waiting on P1 status. You got it. You're one of our P1s. I'm sorry. Darren, you listen, we'll get to the NFL because I definitely want to talk about it. But you said that we that our booster club would be ready to roll by the new year. We're sitting here January 4th, the booster club for the P1s. People can join the fan club. What's what's happening on that?
2: Yeah, Yeah, what is happening on that? It's getting close. We're everything's getting built and developed. Um, It's exciting. It's going to be called the P1 club. So I love that Dakota's sitting there you know, wondering if he's reached P1 status. You have to earn P1 status. So this is, it's wildly exciting and uh, really a lot of fun. So uh, happy to have everybody on board. And yeah, stay tuned. That P1 club is on the way. Yeah. Would
1: you viewers, would you subscribe to a club that has a newsletter? It has discounts on our merchandise, uh, priority seating, and first right for tickets for our events when we start having them again? Um, All those things. Be part of the Booster Club, the P1 Club, as Moose says. That's coming in 2022, but so, too, is Christmas.
2: Hey, guys. Moose here. When you're done listening to this podcast, you should check out Blindsided. The Players' Tribune has launched its first-ever mental health podcast called Blindsided. It's hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist, Dr. Diane McIntosh. The show shares moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became the most important focus of their lives. It's called Blindsided from the Players' Tribune. It allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges that people face, and they've already had guests that include Kevin Lowe of the Oilers, Paul Bissonnette, and Kurt Warner. It's available now, the Players' Tribune, launching its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided with Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist, Dr. Diane McIntosh. You can check it out now when you're done listening to this, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: To the National Football League, Moose, um, how excited are you? I like. Your team's not playing this weekend, okay? And, and by the way, that is our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who will be the NFL Coach of the Year? The Titans' Mike Vrabel. That's Darren's team. Obviously, he's voting for Vrabel. Um, I voted for Zach Taylor of the Cincinnati Bengals. It is the first division championship for them since 2015. And they haven't won a playoff game since 1991. Bill Belichick of the Patriots or Matt LaFleur of the Green Bay Packers? And Vrabel was running away with it on Twitter. Do we have a sample size, a body of work Clark on YouTube? Do we have a leader on the the poll? Mm. The leader with 30% of the vote is Matt LaFleur. So it's very uh, split across YouTube. Oh, I got to get this. Roger Yee says, morning, Roddy. You guys got more MMA tickets available for tomorrow night? Yeah. Roger, Text the text line will be in communication. There are, I believe, more tickets available.
2: Moose, yes, correct? Ab- absolutely. Text MMA to our text line, 902-518-3033, and uh, we'll have tickets to give away throughout the day. So text us, 902-518-3033. Roger, I believe there are tickets on the way to you. So I'm, that's that info's all been, your info's been sent off to the folks at Palace Athena. So uh, I love that you want to go and we'll make sure you get there. Okay, so we will
1: sprinkle in whatever CFL talk comes up along the way. We covered it extensively in hour one and not the least of which was an interview with Jackson Jeffcoat of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. I'm a little nervous uh, about Sunday's game. Um, I'm excited about the fact that at 2.15 p.m. Mountain, I'll be cooling my heels in my room at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino unless I get a better offer to go watch the Cowboys and the 49ers. But I think we all, when it's our team, we do kind of like to be alone. Like when the Titans play whomever they're going to play, I'll go watch it probably at the Shark Club, Deerfoot Meadows, with our guy Brock. We'll see. We'll see. But all I'm thinking about is Sunday. Is there one game that has you more excited than the others? My guess is it's the Raiders and the Bengals.
2: Yeah, because I think that's the most um, unclear in terms of who's going to come out in that game. Obviously, I picked the Raiders as my upset favorite of the week, but I really like the Bengals. I like that group offensively, how young and explosive they are. That can always be tough. Um, Yeah, you know what? It's your Cowboys and 49ers that I'm really most excited to watch, personally. I think, you know, the 49ers are interesting. People want to bag on Jimmy Garoppolo, but he's been pretty good. Like, he's been really good. And their running game is getting going and healthy. Um, Their defense is still formidable. They've got weapons. I think they're a team to watch out for. But you look at the Cowboys and all they've done is racked up the second most yards. They're first in the NFL in points. They've got playmakers on both sides of the football. I think that's going to be a wildly entertaining game. I think we'll leave the weekend being most entertained by the Cowboys and 49ers. The odds
1: makers say that will be the closest game. That is the most narrow points bet. Three points Cowboys favored over the San Francisco 49ers. Ryan is watching in Saratoga, New York. He says, do Rod Squad fans in the USA get access to the P1 club and all its rights and privileges? You absolutely do. Every single person that watches this show and wants to be part. We don't exclude anybody from the P1 club. So anybody. No. And now I've... now. Uh, the rubber's hit the road, Moose. We got to get this thing going. I, I'm sure we're very close. We haven't talked about it for a while, right? I'm sure you guys all have been working behind the scenes, but I think it's time. It's,
2: it's time. It's absolutely time. So we'll, we'll start talking more and more about it, and we'll, uh, we'll try and get you a date on that. We're going to jump around. Jump around.
1: Robin and Prince Albert watching. In the gateway to the north says, Sorry, I'm a little late today. If you haven't, can we give a shout out to Braden Schneider, a good old PA boy? First NHL game, first NHL goal. Robin? 40 lashes for you. Yeah, Fair we did it last hour, man. Coffee starts at 11 a.m. SAS time. Let's go. Of course, we're on top of all that.
2: Yeah, and the one timers. Hmm. I knew that people would be
1: punchy today, scrappy. Not in a bad way. But my cousin Christine in medicine hat wants to know how many burritos Chris Cyborg can pound. That's a, I guess I should have asked her. I could ask this. You MMA fans, because I'm a casual fan, I'll go to the odd UFC event. I've, been to, I've gone to Vegas for UFC events, but I'm not, I don't know all the fighters and everything. Do you know why? Or does a viewer know why? The Ronda Rousey, Chris Cyborg fight never happened? Because that was the the biggest talk around five, six years ago, right? And for whatever reason, it seemed like Dana White didn't want it to happen or maybe Ronda Rousey didn't want it to happen. I think, because one thing about MMA, male, female, it doesn't matter. They're equally entertaining. Would you agree?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it could be they're on different paths. You know, um, Chris Cyborg... I believe lost to Amanda Nunez, which was one of the big fights. Um, And I don't think she ever got the rematch. And I think we were all wondering, is the rematch going to happen for Chris Cyborg? Because she's widely, you know, possibly considered the GOAT or one of them. She's in the running, but she probably has to beat Amanda Nunez to get it. And then, yeah, the Ronda Rousey question. What's interesting is this girl that she's uh, scheduled to fight that they're going to announce here. Um, I don't have her name in front of me. I don't know if you do, um, Kat. She actually beat Amanda Nunez in the UFC. So she beat Amanda Nunez. Chris Cyborg didn't. And now there's this wonderful fight for the, uh, for the title fight of Bellator coming up, they say, in the early part of 2022. So that's, that's really exciting stuff.
1: We've got a viewer. Legend Zog is his name. Writes in and says, greetings all. Go Pats. Where's the goat Cyborg? You missed her. She was last hour. She was outstanding. And to be honest, I just didn't have the cojones to ask her why the fight with Ronda Rousey never happened. In part because I didn't want to look stupid and that I didn't know. And two, I didn't want to trigger her (laughs) because I don't think they liked each other very much. Um, Jen at the Four Seasons watching, she says, because Ronda would get her ass handed to her. Yeah. Yeah. But that's no reason. Why. So, so, Ronda didn't want to do it. Okay. John in Edmonton says, I think it has to do with Ronda Rousey signing with the WWE. Again, just she didn't want to fight Cyborg. That's kind of I what see. we're zeroing in on here. Would you agree?
2: Yeah. And, and you not wanting to ask Chris Cyborg about a delicate situation reminds me of The Longest Yard, the new one. When Adam Sandler goes into the jail to get, you know, the eight foot giant to come play football, right? And he's like, yeah. Have you ever heard of football? It's like ping pong, except the football is egg shaped. I kind don't of like my head. And then he's just a joke. Stay calm. You know, you don't want to set her off. Oh. Have her upset. And
1: near the end of the interview, I was like, She seems very engaging and nice. Maybe I could ask oh, her. Yeah. But this ain't Fox News. You don't come here for the hard-hitting interviews, okay? Because the host doesn't want to get knocked into next week. By the way, Legend Zog says Cat uh, Zagano is the name. Cat Zagano. Thank you. And Takona Tacona, Tacona Powley uh, says Rhonda Doctor. That's as simple as what it is. That's, well, hey, Ryan in New York says uh, Ronda would have had to gain weight to fight Chris Cyborg at 157. Ronda typically fought at 134. Yeah, but you see people crossing weight classes all the time. If both parties agreed to it, they, they could have done it. There's no doubt. Um, you guys get a sound effect ready? I want to award it right now, the Taco Time viewer comment of the week. It is to Jeff, the Stams fan, who is with us today. Yeah. Do you have a drum roll? Do you have a something musical? Uh, Whatever. Do the horn. There you go. There you go. Jeff, the Stamps fan is the winner of the $50 gift card for the Taco Time comment of the week. Moose, you have those. So maybe we could hand them in person to Jeff, the Stamps fan next week at Gray Eagle Resort and Casino.
2: Wouldn't that be something? What a great idea. That's a great idea.
1: Yes.
0: Right on. Not
1: just a hat rack. <clears throat> um, not just a hat rack. <laughs> That's a good one. Not just a pretty face. Um, everybody else, because it is a Flame Tech Football Friday, what are the, what are the, what's the game that you're looking to the most? There are six in the National Football League this weekend, all wildcard card weekend games and moose's tennessee titans are not playing nor are the green bay packers their respective conference champions so if your team's not playing or maybe they missed the playoffs your team missed the playoffs what's the game you're looking forward to the most i just i just don't think that i'll be going anywhere to watch the cowboys and the 49ers but i do have a trip planned to shark club deerfoot meadows to watch some nfl with our guy brock probably our biggest supporter in calgary Sean is watching in Vancouver on Game Plus television. He's texted the 902 line, and he says, Hey, Rod and gang, is there any way to watch the MMA fights tomorrow night? Yes, there is. Pay-per-view, PAWFC.com. Palace Athena's Women's Fight Club.com. PAWFC.com. Pay-per-view, and you can also purchase your tickets if you're in the Calgary area. We'll continue the NFL talk. We will continue the whatever talk. You want when we come back. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. I know people love the personal nature of this show. Roger Yee is texting the text line. Roger, you have my personal line, so you can text me as well. We'll get you and your friends into Gray Eagle on Saturday night because that's what we do with the RP show, the personal touch. We'll be right back. You're watching on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com.
0: Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
1: Hey, it's game day. We haven't even talked about that. In South Florida, the the, uh, Florida Panthers home tonight to the Dallas Stars quiet night in the nhl though just three games dallas here at florida anaheim at minnesota and arizona at colorado postponed tonight the vegas golden knights at the edmonton oilers were brought to you in part everybody by tough tribe for men contains aloe vera botanicals and antioxidants traditionally known for their scalp and hair benefits we love our men Welcome to the Tough Tribe, available today at toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com, Amazon Canada, and coming to a salon near you. If you noticed, uh, Moose, I opened the doors up early for Taco Time viewer takeover. We're still welcoming comments, but we've awarded the gift card to Jeff, the Stamps fan. Did you know that Taco Time has been around for over 40 years in Canada? This Iconic brand and a Canadian favorite serves over three point two million burritos, two point five million tacos, and over one million Mexi fries every year, and that's just to RP show staff. <laughs> How about that?
2: <laughs> Spicy. And
1: and I find it a little odd that I don't even go for tacos to taco time. I'm a burrito guy there and I'm a taco salad guy. What's your go to, Moose? What are, we, what are we hitting up next week first? What's the first thing you're getting at Taco Time in Calgary? Chris Beef, right? That's number
2: one. <sighs> did I introduce you to that or did you know about that You beforehand? did. No, no, no. You did. I had never had one. And now I basically don't have anything else. It is my absolute <laughs> favorite. They're next to God. And when uh, I go in legend. there, they make them fresh. Yeah. yeah. Right? And I have to wait for it to cool down, and all I do is sit there, and you can smell it, and it's, oh, it's mouth-watering. So good. It's the longest wait of life is
1: waiting for your Taco Time crisp meat burrito to cool down. They changed the name of it. I still call it crisp meat. I don't know what they call it anymore. It doesn't matter. <clears throat> they know what I'm ordering. Um, Legend Zog on YouTube says, silly question, but are you fellows on Twitter? If so, what's your handles? The show's on Twitter at Rod Peterson Show. I'm on Twitter at Rod Peterson. He's on Twitter at Darren DuPont. Producer Clark is on Twitter at Clark Monroe. But the show has accounts Instagram, uh, Facebook, obviously. And we have a lot of fun there. Robin and Prince Albert's asking if Kodak Black's going to be at the game tonight. Listen, How about man. That? I was at Dodge City last night. Are we going to get serious today? Or are we not going to get serious today? Are we just going to have fun all day? Sure. Okay. I was at uh, Dodge City last night. And Brian, as you know, the mayor of Dodge City, is not only the mayor of Dodge City, but he's also a police officer. So we were talking yeah. about Kodak Black. And uh, we were talking about the fact that police in Sunrise issued a statement. Did, did you know after the game, Wednesday morning after the no. game? They issued a statement saying that they investigated the incident with Kodak Black in the luxury suite at the Panthers game. There would be no charges laid and said that they were fully clothed. And I'm like, what did you have to have an investigation for? I
2: deduced that. Right. You like know? that type of what do you what I don't know. I don't want to say. Clark knows what the name of the dance is called. He alerted us to the name. I don't know how Clark knows about this but I think Clark Clark has some explaining to do. Yeah. So how he would know what that was, but (laughs) that kind of stuff probably going to happen tonight at the rush game. Right. It just won't be on happens all night. If you're not
1: daggering at a rush game, there's something wrong with you. They look at you like you're a weirdo. That's right. So anyways, from my police friends, you won't do it? Good. No. From my police friends in South Florida, they say that uh, Kodak Black is a person known to police. Okay, That's all you need to know. Back on track, Devin, watching in Keswick, Ontario, on Game Plus Television, uh, has written in. He says, I think the Bengals are going to roll over the Raiders. People are underestimating the home field advantage. They just beat the Chiefs at home a few weeks ago. He says, also, if possible, I want to get your production on the Bills-Pats game. I'm a Bills fan, but I'm not going to lie. I'm worried about this game. It's supposed to be minus 14 Celsius for game time and keep dropping. And Josh Allen's recent play in the cold worries me. This from Devin in Keswick, Ontario. And I'm glad that he brought us back, on, got us back on the road here. What we're trying to do on a Flame Tech Football Friday. Um, he says minus 14. I looked it up. My weather app says minus 16 in Buffalo for the football game. Both teams, the Bills and the Patriots, are used to the cold. Both teams reside in the AFC East. And I wonder, though, how much playoff games come down to coaching. Can I hear from the football guys? You tell me. Because there is that r 55 versus your 55, one-on-one battles. I get that. But how much does coaching and scheme come into play in this time of year? And if it does which it does. I just wonder how much does it, how much does Belichick have the edge there? A, because I've, you asked for my prediction. That's the upset of the weekend for me. I've got the Patriots winning in Buffalo based on coaching. And then it worries me even more that Mike McCarthy is going up against Kyle Shanahan on Sunday in the Dallas, San Francisco game. Cause I have no faith in Mike McCarthy. That's a mouthful for me. Uh,
2: how do you yeah. respond to that? You know, you're right. Um, New England has the edge in coaching. Bill Belichick um, has the edge in coaching in that football game. Um, the cold weather will play a factor, too. Look, at, Buffalo has the edge at quarterback, and it's not close. Josh Allen is a much better quarterback um, than Mac Jones is. doesn't mean he's going to have a better career long term. Mac Jones has had a wonderful rookie season, but he's limited. Can't stretch the ball down the field consistently enough. Under pressure, he struggles, but he manages the game and executes Bills' game plan pretty well. They run the ball pretty well, too. And if it's a low-scoring game, New England's more comfortable in that. So if it's cold and Josh Allen can't move the football, New England's got a really good chance, and I like that. But the Bills have an opportunity here to avenge that loss to New England and to put some points on the board here. So that's why I still have the Bills winning. I think they're more dynamic. I think they have more playmakers, and they have an ability to put more points on the board. New England needs to keep this low score.
1: You've got the Raiders to upset the Bengals. I've got the Patriots to upset the Bills. If there is going to be at least one upset, there will be at least one. Yeah. I think there could be two or three. Um, Randy from yeah. The Peg writes in, says, hey, Rod and Moose, looking forward to the NFL playoffs. My team is out. I'm going to cheer for Cincinnati. Burroughs and Chase should be fun to watch. And now, when we had Mo Egger on last week from ESPN 1530 Cincinnati, our good friend, I did feel like a total dolt. Because as you recall, what got me on his radar was, because they get Game Plus Television in uh, Cincinnati. We're available all across Ohio, the Buckeye State, on Buckeye Cable. So was watching, and I ripped... Cincinnati for their new uniforms, and I said, "Great new uniforms! They're still going to suck." Two years later, they go on and win the division. So I felt like a dolt, but I also remember Mo slamming the Bengals for drafting Jamar Chase in the first round this yeah. year. Do you remember that? Maybe you don't. Yeah. Well, I do. And he goes on to have a record-breaking season. He thought that they should have drafted an offensive lineman. Blah, 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 blah. Football is the ultimate hindsight sport in both on the field, coaching, and in media. Um, But I'm a little concerned that if you're not picking the Raiders to upset the Bengals and you're not picking the Patriots to upset the Bills, a lot of people are picking the 49ers to upset the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. And Darren, I got to take you to Dallas sometime for you to understand. You've heard the comparisons that they say... For as much as Canadians love hockey, Americans love football 100 times more than Canadians love hockey. That's a Wally Buono-ism, okay? Wally has said that. And of all of America, Dallas is the most eccentric-centric about their team. Can you imagine what that city is going through this weekend in advance of this
2: football game? I can't. We've been to some pretty big football markets across the United States. Um, I can't imagine what they're going through right now. I mean, I just can't. And they're waiting to get back to the Cowboys of the 90s, right? They think they've got the group. They've got a lot of playmakers. So there's a lot of ability here. And so they're talking about a Super Bowl, right? This team can get to the Super Bowl. Green Bay is not as dominant as they were maybe a year ago, they're not as dominant. As you would lead, you know, be led to believe based on their record. So the Cowboys absolutely have a chance, but they got the short end of the stick when it came to the draw in the super wildcard weekend because San Francisco's a team who underperformed in the regular season. They're better than their record is. So it's going to be a tough game, but I get what they're going through in Dallas. I can't even imagine how crazy that city is right now.
1: Riddled with anxiety, trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, John in Edmonton says, the Rams win this Sunday. Too bad the game's on Monday. Um, Ryan watching on YouTube says, weird stuff happens in the playoffs. I'm looking forward to the half of the wildcard games ending in upsets. That's what I'm saying. I'm, that's why I asked yesterday, what's the one upset that you think will happen? Um, but I think that there will be more. I think there could be as many as three upsets this weekend.
2: We got a graphic uh, from Bet Regal with all the what games, too, if you want to get that.
1: But with the odds, with the updated odds? This, the With lines, the odds.
2: Let's see. With the odds. And I think Clark's got it. And we picked every single game. So we'll roll through this really quickly. I picked Dallas to beat San Francisco. I picked Kansas City to beat Pittsburgh. That's not gonna, And cover that spread. The thing about the Chiefs is they're the best team in the NFL on third down. So that's big. And I picked LA to beat Arizona. Arizona is a below 500 team after their undefeated start. They're a below 500 team in the back half of the season. And LA has been really good. So that's number one. Um, On the other side, yeah, I picked Vegas, as you know. I picked Buffalo to beat New England and Philadelphia to lose to Tampa Bay. I think the, the Buccaneers are just, on a roll, it's at home, and I think they'll control the ball, and Tom will do his thing. So I picked all favorites except for the Las Vegas Raiders. So I don't know where you sit on those, but. Um, I'm, I'm with you.
1: Except for New West. England. I've got New England to win at Buffalo. Yeah. And you've got the Bills to win. And I see Stacey Champagne watching from Access Television World Headquarters. And he says he'll never hear the end of it if his Buccaneers lose to the Eagles. Okay, we asked which is the upset that you think could happen. What will be the biggest molly whopping this weekend on NFL wildcard weekend? The biggest molly whopping. Um, I think it's got to be Tampa Bay, Philadelphia. I think. You've been watching the coverage. I mean, listen, sometimes, a lot of times, the coverage is more entertaining than the games themselves. Yeah, they're you saying AB is gone. Think, is it Mike Evans or
2: Chris Godwin that's done for the year? It's Chris Godwin. Godwin's right? out. Mike Evans is still there. So I. Well, that's big. You know, Pittsburgh, Kansas City has got the biggest point spread, right? Pittsburgh's inability to to really put points on the board right now. Big Ben struggling throwing the football a little bit. There's that magic in Pittsburgh. That can he go on one magical run and win one more Super Bowl or win a playoff game? And Kansas City's shown some chinks in the armor. But look at they're the number one team on third down. I like that stat a lot, third down, because they're an incredibly hard team to get off the field. You get them into third and long, they convert. You get them into third down, they still convert. And when you can't get a team off the field, it's awful tough to win football games. And that's the deal with Kansas City. So I think that'll be the biggest spread in the game this weekend.
1: Second hour of the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Original 16 Beer, brewed in Saskatchewan, made with premium Saskatchewan ingredients. Original 16 is unfiltered for peak flavor. And if you haven't heard, MMA coming to Calgary this weekend, the Palace Athena Women's Fighting Championship at Grey Eagle Resorting Casino. Saturday's card features two world titles on the line, including Canadian Sarah Kaufman versus Claudia Lite for the 135 pound world title. See it live at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary or watch live on pay per view. You can get your tickets at PAWFC.com for information. I just want to tell the viewer this is the deal. I'm flying out of Fort Lauderdale early Saturday afternoon. The Eagle scheduled the land. In Calgary at 6.30 p.m. Saturday. And I'll be whistled away by luxury vehicle to the Gray Eagle. Pending everything going according to plan. Okay. So that's the plan for me to be there Saturday night. So come and uh, see us. And tonight, Chris Cyborg, who is our hour one guest, along with Jackson Jeff Code, Chris Cyborg having a meet and greet with MMA fans at the Alt Hotel Calgary East Village tonight. six. Until 9, she says she'd love to meet you. Moose, we'll see you in overtime. Awesome. Calgary Stampeders, podcaster, blogger, and chief punk, Ryan Ballantyne joins us next. Also, MMA announcer, he'll be part of the festivities Saturday night at Gray Eagle. He joins us next. We'll get all that CFL talk on the table. You're watching Flame Tech Football Friday on the Game Plus Television Network. YouTube Live and 24 Hour Sports Radio at RodPeterson.com.
0: Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
1: It's a flame tech football Friday. Originating from gorgeous South Florida, but just for one more day because we're heading to Cowtown this weekend for, of course, Palace Athena's Women's World Fighting Championship at the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. and then two weeks of shows, two weeks of the RP show, coming to you from the Grey Eagle beginning Monday. And I know that we're going to have this guy down there, right? Ryan Ballantyne from the CFL Horseman Podcast, 3downnation.com. And what you got on there, to, is that a Cowboys? That, the lights are kind of, I'm hoping that it is, Ryan. Nice! Nice! How about them Cowboys, man? How you feeling about Sunday? Hello. How you feeling?
0: I'm feeling pretty good. I think they're going to uh, do a number on the 49ers. The 49ers are kind of uh, – they've, they've made some hay against some bad teams this year, and, and uh, Dallas punishes bad teams. So I think they're, they're going to roll through the Niners this weekend.
1: Oh, man. I'm glad that we can agree on something, Ryan. I really am. But the thing is, Ryan. every playoff – yeah, I finally, right? Every playoff <laughs> matchup. For the Dallas Cowboys, makes me nervous. It always does, but maybe, maybe this will be the time. I admire your enthusiasm. Before we get around to the CFL stuff, because I know that's what a lot of people are dying to get your take on. You've got a role Saturday night at Grey Eagle at PAW One. Doc, tell us about it.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty excited to be headed back to MMA play-by-play. Uh, I've been doing it for 15 years with a couple different organizations that are based here in Alberta. Um, and uh, when uh, the PAW and Palace Athena reached out and they said, we know you do MMA play-by-play, do you want to come and do our event? It's an all-women's MMA organization. Um, I was really excited to be able to step out and, and step in uh, to do the play-by-play there. Um, I think that there haven't been enough opportunities for women within MMA in Canada. And so uh, joining an all women's organization uh, from a fight perspective, obviously. Um, But uh, I I think it's just gonna be fantastic to be able to sit cage side for what's a history making event in Canada.
1: Exactly, PAWFC.com for the pay-per-view. And let me just say this, for anybody that's watching right now, that's on the fence humming and hawing, whether they should go, why should they come join us at Grey Eagle Saturday night?
0: I think there's going to be a, a number of of great fights. Uh we've got seven fights on the card. Um obviously in in these uh COVID related times, we've got uh issues, you know, we had a couple of fighters come down with COVID last minute, but I think there's going to be some phenomenal fights. One of the problem uh one of the problems that women's MMA especially has um in Canada is that there's not enough fighters um, to be able to make this thing work. But what they've done is they've gone around the world. There's fighters coming in from France, from Brazil, from the U.S., all uh, from England. All of these fighters are coming in to uh, fight for Palace Athena because they knew that they'd be able to get an opponent. You've got some former Gold Glove boxers on this event. Uh, you've got some, some absolute names uh, within MMA. You've got uh, a title fight. On the line as well as uh, Laura Fontura takes on Andy Nguyen. Um, I, I just think this this card's going to be incredible to watch. Um, and if there's one thing that we've learned from watching uh, athletes in Canada over the last couple of years, uh, is that uh, we can really count on, on women to show out and and put on a hell of a performance.
1: No doubt. And what's different about MMA? What I love about it is it's we don't. People are never going to sit and fight like they do about NFL football and CFL football. I like this better and that. No, it's two people in a cage. I don't care if it's men, women, whatever. (laughs) It's entertaining. It doesn't matter the level. It doesn't matter the promotion. It doesn't matter the fight club. That's what I love about it. Um, So thank yeah. And for tickets, PAWFC.com. Come and join us at the Gray Eagle on Saturday night. To the CFL, Ryan, what has been your takeaways from this offseason so far?
0: Uh, well, I mean, I, I think uh, this whole distraction of four downs has been a really interesting thing for the CFL to kind of float out there that that, that might be a possibility. Um, I think it I, – I personally, I think a move to four downs would be completely asinine. Uh, there's a reason other four-down leagues don't work, and that's because people want the NFL. They don't want four-down football. And I think that's what people are confusing here. And CFL fans, diehards, I don't know that they stick around to watch four-down football. And, and you might lose a generation or two, and you can't afford to do that if you're the CFL. So I think what they need to be doing when they're looking at that is, is finding ways to improve the marketing of the game, not the game itself. The game itself, I think, is really well played. I think it's really entertaining to watch. I love it, obviously. I think everybody watching this show is a CFL fan, but I think when you're talking about improving the league, the way to improve the league is to get it to more people. You know, put the Grey Cup on CTV instead of TSN. Put the, you know, make the game more accessible. Advertise in more places. I can't see the last time I saw CFL advertising that wasn't on TSN already. So I, I just feel like we need to do a better job with outreach to new fans rather than trying to poach fans because you added an extra down.
1: I know. Well, I, I could go on for hours. And maybe we will if we get some one-on-one time Saturday night. You use the term distraction. And I wonder what's the bigger distraction slash fallacy slash facade. XFL talk or four down talk, because in the end, I don't think either one of them is gonna amount to the hill of beans and it's all a bunch of bunk. Why are we even talking about it? Would you agree?
0: Well, yeah, honestly, to me, the entire XFL CFL talks weren't to benefit the CFL. The XFL was trying to find out how a football league has had this kind of success, how you have 107 championship games to look back on. You've got a century of history of football to count on the XFL doesn't have a century of games played. You you can't you, let alone you know there are, are they even at a hundred games played. You know so when you look at, at the, the CFL and the XFL talks to me that was always the XFL approaching the CFL to find out how they've remained relevant how they've remained open. In a market against the NFL and the lessons that the XFL could take away in surviving as a football league that's not the NFL. As far as a merger goes, I don't think that was ever going to happen. I think there might have been some crossover, maybe some sort of you know um, exhibition game between two championship clubs that might you know cross over and play CFL rules one year, XFL rules the next year, some other hokey garbage. But it was never going to be a a two league solution.
1: I never, I have no idea what it was ever going to be. I really, I don't know. I thought I knew. I thought I could believe the people that were talking to me, but it never happened. So Jordan Ewart's watching on YouTube and he says Ryan is hired as the lead marketer for the CFL. Somebody's (laughs) got to be. And the thing is, you and I both love, love, love the CFL. And you're still working in it, you know, full time and it quasi full time with a three down thing in your podcast. It just it bothers me so much to see it struggle and go through the problems that it's going through. That as we know, in my other career, you can't fix the problem until you realize you have a problem. And I almost wonder if they know that they have a problem. I wonder if they actually know that, Ryan, aside from looking at the bank accounts, did they think they have a problem?
0: I think they're going to need to wait until we get a, a a post-pandemic season, right? I think the post-pandemic season is going to be the thing that really tells the tale as to whether or not people were staying away because of the pandemic, whether people were staying away because they didn't like the way that, that the in-game experience was. I mean, when you look at places like Winnipeg, like Saskatchewan, the in-game experience Um, And in-stadium experience is so attractive that they have no problem filling those. You know, Calgary has one of the best game day experiences as far as the product on the field, the contests that they run, things like that are great. But the stadium itself is obviously lacking here at McMahon. You need something, you need a new stadium in Calgary to be able to bring that out. But when you look at stuff like the Rum Hut and and when you look at Tim Hortons Field and what they've done in Ottawa with bringing in a younger audience and making it about being a place to be and not about the football on the field, I think that's what the CFL needs to embrace right now. People aren't going for the experience because I can sit at home on my couch on watch TSN and get better and more frequent replays, I can get the commentary, I can pause, I can sit down with my $8 six pack and and get through an afternoon and enjoy CFL football. And that's the other thing I need to always kind of couch this with is you can look at ticket sales, but it's not ticket sales that necessarily drive this league anymore. You've got a TV deal that essentially covers the salary of every player in the league. Well, the rest of the tickets are essentially profit and game day operation staff. You don't need necessarily a ton of people in the seats to make that a profitable venture. You know, MLSE is reporting the Argos at a loss because it's a good business decision. It's not because yeah. they need, you know, the Argos are necessarily taking this big hit. It's taking out Leaf and Raptor profit.
1: I could go on all day, and uh, tomorrow we will. Ryan, thanks for the time. I appreciate it, and we will see you at the Gray Eagle.
0: Looking forward to it, man. Can't wait.
1: The Moose joins us next for overtime. We'll put a big bow on it. Pun unintended. Bow, Calgary. It's a Flametech Football Friday. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at
0: RodPeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
1: That is it. Wonderful shot of gorgeous South Florida here as we bring it all in. Bring it in. We got the Moose back in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And uh, this is one more segment for me in South Florida. And Darren, are you understanding the poignancy of this moment here right now? It's been kind of cozy here for quite some time where I've been broadcasting from. But you're running all over the place. I'm jumping on a jet, coming back to Canada. A whole new chapter in this show's life will begin this weekend in Calgary. And uh, I'm quite excited about it. How about you?
2: Yeah. I'm excited, too. i got to say, I'm excited to uh, be in the same room as you. Again, it's been too long, so I'm uh, <laughs> looking forward to it.
1: I'm a little more excited to be in the same room as Chris Cyborg. You and I have done it a million times. Well, 600 and s- sometimes. But uh, great work, by the way, on the Palace Athena. I just, I'm very big on distributing credit, and I want to say, to because I'm the guy sitting here doing the interviews. You are the guys lining them up. And I think Palace Athena's got to be pretty excited with what's going to go down Saturday night. And it just worked flawless with their interviews and the fighters this week. And Chris Cyborg, man, I'm bravo.
2: Yeah, it's coming together really well. And, you know, a new promotion getting put on the map, I think is wonderfully exciting. I'm I'm really interested to see where they go, Palace Athena, and how they can build this. It's all women. You know, it's in Canada. You got international fighters. It's just, there's so much potential here. So I think it's exciting to, to watch this thing, you know, being born in front of our eyes.
1: Well, and I love the fact that the athletes and the ambassadors are only too willing to do the interviews to promote the event. And just like Jackson Jeffco coming on for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, by the way, it's, it's got people excited. Scott Stanley's watching on Game Plus television and you t- uh, on, uh, in St. Albert right now. Scott says, hey, Rod, with a name like Kodak, Mr. Black was destined to be on film, no? That might be might have been the taco time comment of the week. I think come next week we need to get away from the taco double entendres and just get back to straight commenting on you know what I mean? We don't need to make it cute.
2: I agree. I, liked, I would like to see comments like that or comments that are really great points on a sports topic or that drive conversation. Oftentimes, you'll, you'll say, that's a great comment, and then we talk about that subject for a while. It's like, that's a great you know, way to interact with our show. So, yeah, I'm with you. That's how it started. And then, as usual, I got off track.
1: Um, Scott goes <laughs> on to say, I, says, I think Philly will beat Tampa. Bucks aren't good against a run, and Philly is very good running the ball. I also think there's some stuff going on in the Tampa Bay locker room, in my opinion. Kansas City will mollywop the Steelers. 90 seconds, Clark's telling me. Well, here's the other thing, by the way. I, because I've been down here for months, I've got a lot of football people asking me what's going on with the Dolphins and the firing of Brian Flores. And I only go by what I read and what I hear. I'm waiting to get with Sam Aguavan. We've got that scheduled Dolphins linebacker, but I wanted to let the season breathe a little bit. But it just seems from what I hear that Brian Flores was just a, what a shot, a football guy who was a control freak. Can you imagine? General manager Chris Greer was giving him more and more response. Last minute, last minute of play of the RP show this week. Brian, uh, Flores was given more and more control over the roster personnel and it was never enough. And they were fighting like this. And in the end, what happens when you fight with your boss, you don't win.
2: And that's what happened with Brian Flores. What's that? Yeah, no, you're right. The boss usually wins. And on that Tampa Philly thing, Philly's got a great run game, but he's kind of wrong. Tampa's got a great run defense, a top three run D in the NFL. So that'll be a fun matchup.
1: Everybody in Calgary that's coming to the Gray Eagle, we will see you Saturday night, God willing. And my flight gets there on time, but you're going to be there no matter what. Viewers, enjoy it. Thanks to Jackson Jeffcoat, Chris Cyborg, Ryan Ballantyne, our entire crew. And for the rest of you, we'll see you back here Monday, noon Eastern on Game Plus. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Bingo!